everybody. Welcome to ERA Talks, our fourth episode in our podcast series. I am Stephanie Tierney, the Membership Director and Podcast Coordinator here at ERA. ERA Talks is the newest forum for our members to hear from our industry leaders on topics that are relevant today. We have seen a great deal of transformation in the world over the last couple of months, and our industry is no different, as I'm sure you all can relate to. Today's topic for our podcast is the transformation of the rep role. And today, our guest for this topic is Alan Ahern, president of Crowley Associates. And we also have Mike Swenson, president of Mel Foster Company. Welcome, Alan. Welcome, Mike. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks to the ERA and Stephanie today for hosting Alan and I for the discussion. I think this topic is critical to how we can succeed in the future. So thank you. Thank you. I have some questions for you both. Alan, I'm actually going to start with you for this first question. Since March, how have you already transformed as a rep and how do you envision more transformation to come? Yeah, let me uh, make a quick comment before the question. The benefit of using reps, we have the customer relationship in our local marketplace, our local market IP, and the ability to sell multiple product solutions to our customers, which has really brought them the most value that we have. These elements have made transformation effective for us. You know, for our firm, we're not starting at ground zero. The transformation process actually had begun before the fortunate situation we're in today. You know, our customers have been working remotely, working with, with flex hours throughout, you know, any evenings or hours um, that were not always available to them. Their engineering teams located in multiple locations, whether it's across the country or globally. And uh, we also had the need to develop you know, new relationships with the changing workplace. So in order to meet some of these challenges or dynamics, we had significant investments that we made. And not only in the form of, you know, hardware, but, you know, training that we needed to meet, you know, to meet all of these. Out of necessity, clearly things have accelerated at a pace, you know, unimaginable. I believe many of the changes that were needed will prove out to be more effective for our customers in so many ways to get their jobs done that they were doing, whether it be in their own particular location. I think the interaction we're having with our customers, you know, to meet all of the design needs that they need is really going to become a hybrid of virtual meetings and face-to-face meetings. The customers are going to need the reps more than they ever have to solve some of the design challenges that they're working on today with new technologies and new products. Just to add to what Alan said, as far as uh, our company, we put a lot of emphasis on continuing to be productive in a new way. So we had, uh, since mid-March, we're driving more virtual customer principal calls. We've done training on video conferencing techniques. We continue to drive the same level of uh, op creations that we had prior. And we're doing some uh, digital marketing things, which I'll elaborate on here later. Also, we added chat to our website to make ourselves more available real-time. So what we've done is really emphasized uh, making sure we're doing what we need to do to produce uh, results. That is great. Thank you so much, uh, Alan and Mike. I'm going to move on to my next question. And Mike, I'm actually going to have you start with this one. How will the goals and needs of your business partners moving forward be different? 
Well, Stephanie, I think if there's a good news here, I believe the desired result is similar going forward. It is how we get there that is different. You know, I look back during this period of time and said, what is the output of the rep role? And I believe it is continue to create strong customer experiences. We want to be the preferred partner to work with. Strong sales growth is uh, unbelievably important that we produce that. And uh, we want to maximize content at high TAM accounts. And we want to make sure we're growing at new customers and also generating a high level of relevant new business opportunities and wins is um, very important. What we need to do to get to the desired output is changing. I believe business partners expect uh, high productivity. They want answers and solutions in a very quick fashion. Goal oftentimes is on the same call to produce uh, the answers and solutions. Efficient transactions and discussions. We need to be respectful of each other's time to get the job done and provide digital value and high innovation. And lastly, be more of a solutions provider versus a part seller. We have an IoT initiative as an example to provide architectural solutions that are more end-to-end. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Alan, I'm going to go to you for the next question. What are you doing to transform your firm's sales skills to adapt to changing needs? Yeah, very good question. You know, first thing we know is that for our customers and and you know, we need to deliver highly relevant content to them, you know, offer them more services that they, they've had before with an advanced, you know, set of skills with our team, both the internal and our external team. Both Mike and I took the opportunity to hire uh, Sam Richter, who's considered to be one of the foremost experts on sales intelligence, which has really provided us incredible results. We've been able to investigate new customers, find out what kind of new products they're working on, develop the new contacts that may be working on different projects. So without being in front of or inside of a building, we're able to find the people that we're looking for and the projects they're looking for and what's coming up. But in order to do that, it's not just about the hardware that you have. It's about training your entire sales team and making it more of a strategy than an investment in just, you know, hardware. So our sales team has been trained and we've had some follow-up trainings with Sam and he's provided us as part of the process with the sales intel tool, uh, of which our people have, you know, been trained on to be, you know, very proficient at it. You know, we really have used these skills, you know, to build our new customer relationships, uh, customer intelligence in advance. Really what we're talking about is, is going back to ultra prepared prior to making any phone call or any form of interaction with the customer. Once you have the customer on the phone or virtually, you must not only have the technology know how to do it, but you have to have everything available for them. I view it as when you meet someone face to face, that when you leave that meeting, you know whether or not he or she will want to see you again based on the value that you've delivered. So for us, the scale sales we've been developing has been, you know, utilizing things on the technical matter, like whiteboards to draw out block diagrams while we're having conversations with them on the phone, looking at their system needs and 
obviously offering them multiple solutions for what they what they're looking for and as mike already alluded really it's first call resolution that phone call should end with the solution of part numbers that have been provided followed up with immediate engagement with our distributor and manufacturer partners to get samples in their hands the faster we get the samples in their hands the most likely we're going to have for success so all of this actually comes with you know a lot of reinforcements with our team and you know we monitor that quite a bit and we've had uh, a number of follow-up calls and every friday we have a, our town hall and everyone has an opportunity to kind of talk about the success stories they've had of using it so as that continues to evolve it's just becoming second nature as part of one of our processes thank you so much alan mike i'm actually going to turn that uh same question back over to you. What are you doing to transform your firm's uh, sales skills to adapt to changing needs? Yeah, yeah, thanks, Stephanie. And I agree with what Alan said. Uh, just to add to it, I think we've become a little self-reflective. And I think one of the questions we all need to ask is, what does the success profile look like in the future for sales? And uh, in very simple terms, I think we need to provide value behind beyond websites. And uh, some of the things that we look at that I think are going to be needed more in the future is, I think, a more team collaboration. You hear the term independent sales rep, and uh, not that we can't be independent as individuals, but I think because of tools and because of driving efficiency, it's actually better to work as a team to get better results. I think sales managers will need to become more comfortable with coaching and managing Remotely, and one of the things we uh, have worked on in the last few years, and we're going to we've stepped it up, is a business development function that locates new projects, develops business ops, and wins virtually for hard to reach or small customers. This is a great way to get activity and results. And many changes we're implementing now, I believe, will become permanent in the future. That's great. Thank you so much. I'm going to move on to my very last question. And um, Mike, this one, I'm actually going to point to you as well. And then we'll go back to Alan. What are you doing to better your business coming out of this and for the foreseeable future? Basically, I think what we're looking at and closely is driving more efficiency and effectiveness throughout our organization. I did some early reading on re-engineering the corporation, a book by James Champion, Michael Hammer. And really what it looks at is what is the current business process, look at it, purposely blow it up, whiteboard it, and come up with an enhanced process. So we have uh, quite a few examples of doing that right now in our company. One of our key business processes is actually getting paid for the work we do, and uh, that's through a split commission retrieval. We mapped out what the process is today, what it needs to be in the future, and digital tools are really helping with analytics to make the process more enhanced. So we're going to drive up our success rate and making sure we get credit for the work done. I think a big area right now is reaching customers in a digital way. Certainly video conferencing is an obvious one. How you use it and when, how to build it out more for direct benefit, I think is important. More parties can be on the call at the same time, which is good to get different perspectives. Notes and actions can be taken more easily during the call. And also, you can get answers during a virtual call to respond back, I think, more quickly. Digital marketing is an area that we're really looking at and concentrating on. We want to create more content in a better way. We've retooled our website. We've done uh, MPI newsletter improvements. We're doing uh, targeted value prop emails to get the quality appointments to find out about the new projects. We have more social media branding presence. We're experimenting with digital flipbooks for material. 
such as uh, line cards and uh, company presentations. And we want to drive consistent branding throughout the Mel Foster organization. I think the principal customer distributor experience, you know, things that we're looking at there is how do we make the visitor experiencing more positive? We did surveys to find out how partners want to be communicated with. I think everyone gets enamored like, hey, I just need to use Zoom and that'll take care of everything for me. Well, some customers may just want to be talked to via email or traditional phone calls. Or we've actually had quite a few customers right now that are asking to see us when it's appropriate, when we can have social distancing. They miss the physical you know, uh, live interaction. So I think it goes back to know who you're working with and how do they want to be communicated with and build your strategy around that. Out of this, we want to emerge as a more digitally savvy culture that is better prepared to drive future success. That is so interesting. Thank you so much, Mike. Alan, how about you? What are you doing to better your business coming out of this and for the foreseeable future? Yeah, Mike covered a lot of great content. And, you know, uh, what our company has done is, you know, similar to, you know, what Mike uh, spoke of is... I think in these times and, you know, in any time, whether it's good or bad times, companies should be in a constant process of improving their business. We've taken every aspect of our business from the internal team, our marketing team, our sales engineering, our FAEs, and really tore down their job functions and matched that up to what the customer's needs are. Our playbook's changed. You know, we're constantly evolving in that way. As a matter of fact, our owners here, we meet every Every day in some cases and every other day in other cases to constantly create, you know, unique business plans that are going to be adapting to that. So coming out of this, I do believe that we'll have much better content and understanding of what our customers are, are manufacturing, what their design needs are. We certainly have a lot of investments in our CRM tools, which is a tremendous amount of you know, information that once we gather, we can turn that data into knowledge, you know, creating much higher sales results. So really, from our standpoint, you know, we've converted everything to being as highly relevant to what our customers are looking for and what our customers are needing, including, you know, our marketing strategies and, you know, the kind of content that we're delivering to them for our you know, distributor partners, how, you know, how we're doing our trainings, finding out in advance what the greatest needs are. So we have certainly a lot more preparation that leads into our, our calls and which leading to a, a much you know, greater output as far as results and solutions that the customers are, are, are looking for for value. That is great. Thank you so much, Alan. You both brought so many uh, good ideas and, and just good things uh, to the table for this topic. I really appreciate you being on the call today. You guys kept talking about the transformation role and, you know, it was it was kind of inevitable given what was going on right now, but you um, are clearly doing more than just adapting. You know, there's a change. You're welcoming the change and um, you're really going through a transformation, bettering your businesses, bettering yourselves. And I think that's uh, something that many in our industry can relate to. Again, thank you so much for being on this episode of ERA Talks. It was very, very interesting and you both brought so much value to the topic. For those listening, be sure to check out ERA.org for more events resources and membership information chat soon